Bienvenue à RecPlay, welcome to RecPlay, the show where we talk to content creators and inspiring people about topics that matter to us the most. Aujourd'hui, on va parler sur l'intimidation, sur la cyber-intimidation, cyber-bullying, and also how to deal with negative comments, not in negative comments, so les commentaires qui sont pas mal méchants, comment, comment dire avec ça. Puis en même temps, on va aussi parler, c'est pas juste les affaires qu'on constate sur l'internet, mais aussi des affaires peut nous arriver dans notre vie quotidienne parce que l'intimidation c'est grand partout fait que comment comment on peut dealer avec ça puis c'est pas quelque chose qui est facile it's very it's possible that we might not find the solution right away but at least hearing from these amazing people we'll, we'll be able to kind of be able to help each other and, and defend ourselves when it comes to things so uh, it's going to be a open discussion also with everyone here donc c'est une discussion ouverte avec vous vous pouvez participer on a un micro pour vous quand c'est le temps, vous pouvez aller monter et euh, partager un petit peu de vos, de vos, de vos anecdotes que vous avez déjà passées auparavant. C'est un groupe de soutien de la façon qu'on fait euh, ces discussions-là. Mais uh, before everything, avant tout, let's introduce our guests. On a Delphine, Delphine qui va avec son nom, Denise, euh, comédienne, euh, youtubeur, quelqu'un euh, qui nous fait vraiment rire, mais elle a beaucoup à nous raconter. On a Aisha Robinson, Aisha Robinson from Born to Rise. Aisha, uh, I will let her introduce herself more, but Aisha went through a lot uh, during her youth and uh, she puts on right now conferences that call Born to Rise to helping people uh, with different, um, different things in life that they go through. Uh, and uh, then we have Lenny, Lenny who is an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur extraordinaire. He has a company called Softec. They develop softwares more with solar panels, but more than that, Lenny helps a lot to, uh, about the youth. But again, I'll let everyone introduce themselves. So, we'll commence with Delphine. Donc moi j'ai commencé YouTube en 2017, euh, c'était l'année passée, ça fait un an que je suis sur YouTube et je suis maintenant à 170 000 abonnés à peu près, euh, donc euh, j'ai connu comme une grande croissance et, et qui dit croissance dit euh, être confronté euh, très rapidement devant les méchants commentaires, devant euh, les yeux, le regard des gens, etc. autant sur internet que dans la vraie vie, donc euh, voilà, je n'étais pas vraiment préparée à ça, mais on va pouvoir en parler et approfondir un petit peu euh, la discussion euh, aujourd'hui. Voilà, c'est tout. All right, so as mentioned, my name is Aisha. At age 18, I was diagnosed with a skin condition titled born to, uh, sorry, vitiligo. So vitiligo is basically the um, depigmentation of the skin. Um, it started with just one small dot on my right thumb and then gradually with stress it started to progress and I kept losing the pigment in my skin. So dealing with this at the age of 18, going to college, going to parties, I was definitely faced with a lot of um, rude remarks and comments from people. I've been called a cow, I've been called, um, told that I was cursed or that I wasn't meant to be or I'm ugly, I'm a monster. So dealing with this was took a toll on my life where I contemplated suicide on many occasions. But then eventually I was like, you know what? The reason why people are calling me these words is because they don't know what vitiligo is. So I took it upon myself to be a public speaker and to share my story of what vitiligo is. So since then I started my organization, as he mentioned earlier, I'm a speaker. And now from vitiligo, because of vitiligo, I'm actually an international model as well. Uh, you're one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen, so oh, thank you. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to worry about any of that. Thank you. I'm Lenny Moreno, CEO and founder of Softdesk. Um, 
We scale solar energy in the North American market. We are the most used application by solar contractors in North America. Um, I have around 40 employees. We're a venture-backed company. I also own a foundation that helps shelters across Montreal. I'm also an EY Entrepreneur of the Year finalist. And um, in terms of intimidation, I haven't been bullied myself, but I can definitely relate to a lot of stories. And on my personal perspective, it's about starting with nothing and then slowly climbing up the ladder in order to get what you want. And at the same time, being able to stay who you are, it's something that's very difficult. Tout ça, même, vous pouvez partager aussi si ou non, vous avez des commentaires. If you, if you find any uh, comments that you get online. Um, ça arrive, ça, est-ce que ça arrive, les, 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 les commentaires que tu les reçois, les, tu reçois des commentaires qui sont plus négatifs? Puis comment, que, la, en fait, la question que je vais poser, parce que la question que la plupart des créateurs ont, c'est qu'est-ce qu'on fait quand on reçoit des commentaires négatifs qui, qui, qui nous blessent, en fait? Mm-hmm. Alors... Moi, je dirais que c'est vraiment... Euh, est-ce qu'il y en a ici qui ont des chaînes YouTube qui sont confrontés à avoir des commentaires négatifs euh, au quotidien Ok, cool. Déjà, c'est bon. Euh, je vais parler en terre euh, connue. Euh, ce qu'il faut savoir, c'est que c'est vraiment une échelle. Moi, je suis passée par une échelle quand même assez rapidement parce que euh, ça a été très rapide, mais euh, c'est vraiment un processus. Donc, les premiers commentaires qu'on reçoit, effectivement, euh, on les prend négativement parce que on n'est pas assez solide pour être capable de euh, d'assumer, de s'assumer nous-mêmes et d'assumer le regard des autres sur nous-mêmes puis sur notre travail et surtout euh, à travers des vidéos. Ben, on on s'expose nous-mêmes notre vraie personnalité sans coquille, sans carapace, parce qu'on est soi-même. Il y a des gens qui essayent de, de pouvoir masquer qui ils sont derrière un écran, mais de manière générale, beaucoup de créateurs vidéo ben, s'exposent eux-mêmes et tout ce qu'ils sont. Donc les premiers commentaires qu'on reçoit, c'est sûr que ça vient nous chercher, parce que ça vient nous toucher nous-mêmes, et on se sent atteint et attaqué par, euh, sur notre propre personnalité, puis sur la personne qu'on est. Mais... L'enseignement que j'ai tiré de ça à travers tout euh, où je suis, euh, jusqu'où je suis arrivée aujourd'hui, puis ça continue de, de, d'augmenter. Mais ce que j'ai compris de ça, c'est vraiment un processus d'acceptation de soi-même avant, avant de pouvoir accepter euh, la critique ou autre, c'est d'arriver à être certain de ce qu'on fait et être certain de soi-même et de qui on est. Donc à partir du moment où on s'accepte nous-mêmes, on, s'a, on accepte ce qu'on fait et puis on est sûr que c'est le bon chemin pour nous, ben, de mon côté, les commentaires négatifs après m'ont comme coulé mmh. dessus. Là, ça a été euh, beaucoup moins euh, dérangeant pour moi. Mais les tout premiers ont été vraiment euh, marquants parce que ça parle vraiment de notre personnalité et puis ça vient nous chercher directement mais je dirais que après c'est un travail sur soi-même d'abord à faire d'arriver à s'accepter nous-mêmes et à se dire regarde peu importe il y a toujours des gens qui vont juger il y a toujours des gens qui vont pas être contents de ce qu'on fait on pourra jamais plaire à tout le monde mais tant et aussi longtemps que je vais être capable de faire rire au moins une personne ou que je vais pouvoir inspirer au moins une personne bah, c'est ça sur, sur lequel il faut s'attaquer, s'attacher en fait et pas s'attacher sur les choses négatives mm-hmm. ouais, c'est, c'est intéressant c'est, c'est souvent le point que tu as fait que accepter nous-mêmes avant tout. C'est quelque chose qui est vraiment difficile avec beaucoup de monde. Accepting ourselves. Soit être euh, confortable en con et dire que qui, qui connaît. Ça, 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 ça fait, c'est, que, c'est vrai que ça fait un grand changement. De, ça, ça, ça nous met dans, dans un stade plus, plus, euh, avec plus de confiance et moins 
uh, when you're doing that, put your comment there. Aisha, you 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 went through a lot. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it, it came to a whole shock when when, it, when you know Betelgeuse started with you. Right. You didn't know what it was. You didn't know how it went, and people were, were you know not only online, but as, as they were seeing you, they were bullying yeah. you. And you said you went you went to to, to even to the point of suicide and so on. What what in a way can you say that saved you that made you stay sane in all this like what, what would you tell people whether they went through that or mm-hmm. obviously just simple bullying because of, of the, the, the way they look right um, so I'm not sure if I understood everything that she said but I think you said something about accepting yourself yeah right and I think that is the key and the beginning to everything is self love and When people were making fun of me and whatnot, I already struggled with self-acceptance. I didn't accept myself. I always thought there was something wrong with me prior to even having vitiligo. So then when I started, the, the spots started to come, and then I wasn't accepting myself, and I'm getting all these negative comments, that took, that's what took a toll on me. But then when, I don't know if you guys ever heard of The Secret, yeah. The Law yeah. of Attraction, yeah. right. So I started to read that, to read that, watch the documentaries, and practice the law of affirmations telling myself that I'm beautiful, I'm perfect the way that I am, and building that confidence within myself. So now versus back then, if someone was to say a negative comment to me back then, I would curl up and I would want to hide myself because I was not accepting of myself. But now that I'm out there and I put myself out there, I'm like, hey, I'm here. I don't care if make fun of me or not. I feel like when people make comments or they laugh and they giggle, it, I'm completely unfazed. Like, I remember I'd walk around, and I'd see people stare at me, and it would bother me. I'm like, oh, like, what are you saying? Like, what, you're obviously judging me. But now, like, I don't realize it anymore. It's my friends that are like, oh, my God, like, did you see that person? Like, they're staring at you. It's like, really? Where? Like, it's, it, once you love yourself and you accept, like, the skin you're in, what people think doesn't really faze you. Um, and then when it comes to comments on, because I started to share my story also online, and I remember this one time this guy made a comment, and he said, Oh, he's like, what's wrong with your face? Or something like that along those lines. And at first, I'm human. So at first, like, it, went, it was like a dagger to the heart. Like, oh, what do you mean? Like, it's my face. I can't change it. What do you mean? And then I stopped to realize that hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. So he's going through something. And if he's going through something and he's not accepting of himself, obviously the natural reaction is to hurt somebody else, right? So I told him what it is. I just wrote back to him and I'm like, it's called vitiligo. This is what it is. And I left it at that. Then I uh, DM'd him. I'm like, hey, I'm like, honestly, I'm like, I'm comfortable in my skin. So your comment doesn't affect me. But for somebody else that isn't as comfortable, that could hurt them. So just watch the way how you approach people. And then... He went on to tell me, he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'm 15 years old. He's like, I'm going through bullying. He's like, I'm suicidal. And we literally ended up having like a three-hour conversation about what he was going through. So, I mean, the first thing to think about is like, if someone says something negative, it's coming from deeper within. It's not you. It's them that they're dealing with. Would you, would you say it's something, like, in a way, you, 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 you have people supporting you yes. to, to staying sane? C'est pareil pour toi aussi, dans, dans ton cas, t'avais-tu du monde qui te soutenait pour dire que t'avais comme cette confiance comme une défense? Oui, clairement. Puis je pense que les proches, puis nos proches sont vraiment importants dans le soutien parce que, euh, 
j'imagine bien que si on est tout seul face à notre écran, peu importe, puis qu'on reçoit des méchants commentaires, puis qu'il n'y a personne qui nous encourage là-dedans, ben ça doit être d'autant plus difficile d'arriver à surmonter ça. Mais c'est vrai que dans mon cas, j'ai la chance d'avoir des proches magnifiques, puis qui me soutiennent dans ce que je fais, puis qui, qui m'acceptent tel que je suis, puis ils m'ont toujours encouragé. Donc effectivement, ça aide beaucoup. Mais plus loin que ça, j'ai l'impression que au-delà de, du soutien que les proches pourraient apporter, parce que le le mal-être, on le, on le véhicule par nous-mêmes et yeah. c'est nous-mêmes qui... Euh, oh, you understand French. <laughs> Mais le, le mal-être, on l'a en nous-mêmes, donc même si on a le soutien des autres, ben, c'est nous-mêmes qui passons à travers les obstacles, puis c'est nous-mêmes qui, euh, qui, qui véhiculons euh, ce, 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 cette portion négative-là. Donc en fait, c'est comme un voyage intérieur un petit peu mm -hmm. euh, d'arriver à accepter, s'accepter soi-même, mais accepter aussi le regard des autres. Lenny, now you're you're on the other other side of the coin where uh, you're, you said you're not getting you didn't get bullied and so on, but you're helping so many other people. These people uh, that you're helping, they probably face bullying and stuff. And do they come to you for help and stuff? Yeah, I think that it. I think it it really has to do with like what's the perspective that people have on life, and you know, society has like created all these clans where it's like, oh, uh, these guys are the good guys these guys are the bad guys and this is beautiful this is ugly but it's all based on perspective so you're born in a society and you don't pick your parents you don't you don't pick your looks you know you don't you don't pick the first few schools that you go to you don't pick the amount of money that you grew up with so it's all about first understanding that understanding what surrounds you and then you realize that everything that everyone believes is all based on their own experience and their own perspective. Mm -hmm. So making your own perspective is the number one thing to do. Now, in order to build yourself, because you know, I've heard a lot about accepting yourself, which is absolutely true, and I think it's the number one um, uh, therapy to do, just in order to deal with whatever. Um, me, on the personal side, I was raised with very little money. So I grew up with my grandparents on the couch, sharing the couch with my um, with my brother. But now I own I own a business. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not going to brag about like the level of success that that we were able to gain. But it's really about first you accept yourself, and then you take the steps in order to boost yourself to the next level. So that when you arrive in a meeting, then You're like, you know what? I'm not going to bow down to anyone who's in front of me, and I'm not going to change based on what these people want me to be. I'm going to be me, and if these people accept me for who I am, then they belong in my life. Mm -hmm. If I force things, like if I force like, like a date with a girl, for example, if I force it, then it's not meant to be. Mm -hmm. What you need to do is that you need to let it flow. You need to be smooth about it. Mm -hmm. So... So one of the things that I started to do back in the days was mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts is healthy. It helps with your stamina. It helps with your flexibility. And it helps a lot with your mind and your confidence. Mixed martial arts is one thing. You can do hockey. You can do basketball. You can, do, you can dance, whatever. But the important thing is that you find your specific outlet in order to boost who you are as a person and find your confidence levels. Because your confidence level is going to bring you to the next stage. So, 
I'm not receiving like negative comments on the regular. I'm actually receiving a lot of positive and a lot of encouragement, but that's based on all the work that I'm doing regardless of what the other people are saying. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? There's nothing, it's like not that much that I can say that, there's not much more value that I can bring other than what they were able to bring because mm -hmm. they're living it. But in terms of steps and, and actual things that you can do, you really, um, like you really need to work on yourself. And it's hell, it's hell of a road. You know, it's not from one day to the next. It's like, I'm going to start like mixed martial arts. It's going to be all good. It's not like that. You have to study. You have to work hard. You have to get rid of all these, all these negative vibes. And the negative vibes are the people that you grew up with that you think belongs in your life, but they don't belong mm -hmm. in your life. So that's the number one thing to do is to, is to accept you know what, it's not because I grew up with them that I belong with them. All these people, you know, hey, look at this, look at that, judging him, judging her. You know what, all of this when you're 85 years old and you're about to die, you're like, why was I even stressing about this? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. What truly matters is that you have a certain amount of voltage inside you, and that voltage, you need to use it in order to give back and to help and to inspire and to motivate your community. And that's the one thing that I decided to do, regardless of all the obligations, all the traveling that I have to do as a CEO. I do that shit pro bono. You know, this, you ask me, I said pro bono. Mm -hmm. No problem. To helping people. I usually charge, mm -hmm. you know, when it's like major corporations that are asking me to speak, I charge. Mm -hmm. But like things like this, you know, mm -hmm. it, has, it has like a sensitive cord here. Right. So it's about giving back. Like, regardless of whatever that you think is your outcome. I have no outcome in this other than the people around me can actually mm -hmm. benefit from story. Mm -hmm. And talking about neg turning things that are negative, let's say, or, or, or you know, less fortunate to good. So, transforming these effects that are extended to us negatively, but transforming them for the bonheur, for the bien, for the positive. Uh, we can start with you, like, because, like, you, you know, you talk about, like, the rough past, you talk about, like, now, I mean, you've even helping shelters and so on. You know, it's been a while. You, it's not, you didn't start this like yesterday. So you, you had something in the past that you lived and you wanted to help others. Yeah. Maybe you want to share a little bit about that and then we'll walk on the tour with Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it goes back to the uh, grabbing all the negative energy, channeling it into productivity. And I think that, um, like on a personal note, My mother, she used, to, she used to dress me with clothes from shelters. So as soon as uh, you know, I started to do good, I said, you know what? I don't need to be a multi-billionaire to have my foundation. I can do good, and then I can start a foundation, which I worked, I made it happen. But why did I pick that specific thing? It was in my subconscious. Mm -hmm. And the things that are stuck in your subconscious are the things that are driving you every single day. Your patterns, your conditioning. Sometimes you do things, you don't even know why you're doing them. But you're doing them because since birth, you've been conditioned a certain way to go right or go left or go straight. But that, it takes a tremendous amount of meditation. If you can meditate and analyze who you are and why do you behave the way that you behave. Why is there jealousy, for example? Why is a woman going to flip out because I'm going out with my friends? Why? Well, insecurity. insecurity. Where is the insecurity is coming from? 
It's based on previous experiences, based on previous patterns and conditioning. So if you understand your own conditioning, it's actually easier to be able to make decisions in the future. And that's, that's essentially how I work. Yeah, I, I, you, I showed you, you took something that was, you know, things that were being done to you horribly, you yeah. turned it into positivity, not only by helping others, but like you, you know, you, you, you turn it into a whole um, movement mm -hmm. called Board to Rise. So, how did uh, the whole come, like, how did you, like, say, okay, like, this is how I'm going to put and make this happen? Um, I think it was just everything that I've done was through my life experience. So, Growing up, I was a bu I was bullied. Then I became the bully, and then I was diagnosed with vitiligo. And then now I'm this person that's empathetic and cares about other people, and making sure that everybody hears their voice is heard, and letting them know that they do have a purpose in their life. So the time when I was bullying others, the only reason why I was doing it was because. I was insecure and I felt that I can I have I was in school with my older brother and he was six six basketball player popular guy no one wanted to mess with him so I was like okay now I got back up before I didn't now I'm in school with my brother if you guys want to mess with me I would actually pick fights on purpose just so I can call my brother and be like guess what can't mess with me now like I got people behind me and he <laughs> you were there you were high school with me <laughs> and um yeah, so like much like what Lenny was saying is it comes from a place of insecurity. And for me it was I either dwell in self-pity and oh my god, look at me, feel bad for me because I look different from other people, or it's like no, get off your ass and do something about it. Accept yourself, be proud for of who you are, accept your circumstance and keep going in life. And that's what I decided to to do. I was like, no one is here is going to stop me from living the life that's meant from me. And since I started doing that and not caring what other people thought, I just saw my path and that's what I'm following. Everybody else is distract distractions and I don't, I'm actually starting meditation. It's so hard, <laughs> but I'm doing five minutes a day and I mean, it really does help, but the, like you got to focus on yourself and limit those distractions. J'ai fini de parler un petit peu déjà de ça, recevoir des, les commentaires négatifs, les, recevoir l'intimidation même euh, que tu as vécu. Euh, Peut-être que tu peux parler même plus, un petit peu plus spécifiquement sur l'intimidation de quelqu'un, parce que genre, dans, je pense que c'est pas dans ton drive, drive to life, uh, drive, drive my life, life, mais il y en a plus à parler aussi un petit peu, genre, euh, c'est l'affaire de racisme à certains points. Oui, mais en fait, moi c'est un petit peu différent que euh, Alisha parce que c'est moins sur mon physique, mais c'est plus sur... Je me retrouve vraiment dans leur discours parce que c'est plus sur des insécurités que les gens auraient. Donc, exemple, je reçois des commentaires racistes de Québécois ou autres qui me disent « tu rentre dans ton pays parce que t'as rien à faire ici » ou alors ça va être des Français qui disent « ouais, t'as l'accent des Québécois, c'est dégueulasse ». Bref, c'est plus sur la personne que je suis devenue puisque je fais véhiculer plutôt que sur mon physique ou ma personne. Ben, ça atteint quand même ma personne, mais c'est moins physiquement sur, euh, sur un trait qui se voit. Mais par contre, euh, c'est vrai que à l'école, quand j'étais plus petite, euh, j'ai jamais été euh, en groupe. J'aimais pas trop euh, rentrer dans des groupes d'amis. Bref, j'étais jamais la fille super euh, expressive à me faire beaucoup d'amis, etc. Donc j'étais toujours dans mon coin. Euh, et à l'école, il y a des groupes d'amis qui, ben, c'était pas des amis d'ailleurs, mais il y a des gens qui euh, 
me maltraitaient entre guillemets mais bref qui racontaient des conneries qui m'ont mis à l'écart parce que j'étais nouvelle dans un groupe puis bref ça a comme contribué à, au fait de me mettre à l'écart et donc je suis fille unique puis j'ai grandi un peu toute seule dans ma bulle avec mes parents mais j'étais un petit peu dans mon coin puis après ça a été effectivement un gros travail sur moi-même d'arriver à accepter euh, le fait que ben, je doive aller vers les autres donc ça, ça a été vraiment vraiment un gros point pour moi d'arriver à aller parler aux gens que je connais pas à des inconnus, j'étais complètement paralysée à l'idée de quand je vois quelqu'un que je connais ouais, ben, pour moi, j'osais pas du tout y aller parce que je me disais, je sais pas ce qu'il va penser je sais pas comment ça va se passer, etc j'étais complètement paralysée par ça et par ce trait de personnalité que, euh, de, dû à mon introversion finalement mmh. et après ça a été du travail justement de de longue, de longue haleine, d'être capable de pouvoir m'assumer, de pouvoir aller de l'avant. Mais effectivement, quand j'étais à l'école, ben les gens en fait font juste ressortir une insécurité qu'on a. C'est pour ça que je me retrouve parce que moi, vu que j'allais pas tant vers les gens, ben eux me mettaient à l'écart et moi je me renfonçais là-dedans. Donc si jamais j'assumais, comme euh, Alicia par exemple, si elle avait assumé dès le début euh, son vitiligo, ben, peut-être qu'elle n'aurait pas été affectée par les commentaires négatifs parce que ça aurait été comme elle aurait assumé. Mais moi j'étais plus introvertie, donc j'avais une petite faiblesse là-dessus. Puis les gens s'immisçaient dans cette faiblesse-là. Puis je les laissais s'immiscer dans cette faiblesse parce que euh, j'avais pas assez de confiance là-dessus. Donc au final, euh, voilà. Puis... Moi, j'ai toujours rêvé d'être comédienne, j'ai toujours rêvé de, de jouer à la télé, au cinéma, etc. Puis, il y a beaucoup de gens qui me disaient « Ouais, mais tu sais, t'as pas la taille mannequin, donc t'es pas assez grande pour devenir mannequin ou modèle. » Ou alors, euh, il faut faire... Enfin, tu sais, c'est très rare d'être capable de devenir comédienne, etc. Puis, il y a vraiment l'année dernière où j'ai réalisé, ben, finalement, qu'est-ce qui m'empêche de le faire Puis, pareil, j'ai regardé le film Le Secret, puis je me suis dit « Qu'est-ce qui m'empêche de le faire J'ai une caméra, j'ai Internet. » Je suis capable de créer moi-même mon contenu, puis c'est après que les commentaires négatifs sont venus, mais j'étais déjà assez confiante de ce que je voulais faire dans la mmh, vie, mmh. Euh, que les commentaires négatifs qui me sont arrivés m'ont attaqué moi dans ma personnalité, mais j'étais assez au-dessus de ça parce que c'est vraiment ce que je voulais faire, donc je me, rattra je me rattachais vraiment à mon rêve en fait. Mmh. Ok, ouais. Puis euh, c'est plus un cas avec Aïcha et toi. Lenny, we'll talk about the, the world beyond the virtual. Um, la question que ça arrive très, très souvent par beaucoup, beaucoup de créateurs, c'est, bon, on se comprend, il fait confiance et tout ça, mais là, là, les commentaires sont encore là, même si ça ne nous mm -hmm. affecte pas. Est-ce qu'on les laisse? Est-ce qu'on les répond? Qu'est-ce qu'on qu fait avec ça? Je sais qu'il y a des gens, on va en parler après, je pense que je vois dans, dans l'audience, ils font, ils font un petit moquerie dessus, ils vont rire mm -hmm. sur les commentaires, mais qu'est-ce qu'il faut faire avec ces commentaires-là? Est-ce qu'on est qu on les hide? On les, on les cache tout? Mais pour moi, ça, au début, je les lisais, puis au début, je, je répondais, justement, euh, comme, euh, comme euh, elle disait, euh, au début, je, vu que je le prenais personnel, j'essayais de répondre toujours positif. Donc, c'est-à-dire, ah, ben, merci de ton commentaire, c'est vachement constructif. Puis moi, en fait, c'est juste que ça m'a aidé moi-même à être capable d'assumer commentaires-là. C'est pas pour les autres, mais je le faisais pour moi pour être capable de passer au-dessus. Donc, à chaque fois, j'essayais toujours de tirer le positif, même si je savais que c'était quelque chose de, de, de très, très méchant. Ben, merci beaucoup pour ton commentaire. Tu sais, ça m'aide. Merci d'avoir partagé parce que ce qu'il faut... Ben, moi, ce que j'ai jamais oublié, en fait, c'est que les commentaires sont vraiment bénéfiques pour le référencement des vidéos YouTube. Donc, je me dis plus 
euh, les gens vont commenter, ben, plus que ce soit positif ou négatif, au final c'est moi qui vais en ressortir du positif parce que la vidéo va avoir plus d'engagement puis tout ça. Mmh. Et ce que je me disais c'est que si je réveille quelque chose de positif chez les gens, tant mieux. Si je réveille quelque chose de négatif chez les gens et qu'ils me l'expriment dans les commentaires, tant mieux parce que ça veut dire que ma vidéo a suscité de l'intérêt. C'est si je sortais une vidéo puis qu'il n'y avait aucun commentaire, là je me dirais bon ben tu sais j'ai comme aucun feedback donc là ça aurait été différent. Mais que ce soit positif ou négatif, ben je lisais puis je prenais le temps de répondre à tout le monde. Donc même si c'était très méchant, je prenais le temps. Et plus ça augmente, ben, plus c'est très difficile de pouvoir euh, filtrer les commentaires, mais je les laisse tous. Puis il y a juste les mots, euh, j'ai masqué des mots genre euh, pute, salope, beat, chat, là, je les ai tous enlevés. Non, c'est ça, mais il y en a certains que je vais dans les spams, puis que je réaccepte. Même s'ils sont négatifs, je les réaccepte parce que je me dis c'est quelqu'un qui a voulu s'exprimer. Quand ça ne m'atteint pas à moi, exemple, quand ce n'est pas une insulte ou une menace pour moi-même, ben je, je vais voir si le commentaire est oh, « tu parles vraiment comme la merde bon, ben », celui-là, je vais l'accepter parce que c'est son avis, la personne a voulu laisser son avis, puis tant mieux si ça va générer des commentaires et de, de la conversation après. Donc, c'est vraiment par là où je disais le processus. C'est que moi, je suis passée à travers un processus que des fois, j'ai rien à faire. J'y vais pas souvent, mais des fois, j'ai rien à faire. J'en lis deux, trois. J'appelle mmh, ma mère qui mmh. est ici présente. Je lui dis, ah, tiens, aujourd'hui, j'ai reçu tel truc. Puis on commence à habituer mmh. sur ces personnes-là. Puis c'est tout. Mais ça me, ça, ça me permet juste oui. de euh, garder les pieds sur terre. Puis oui. de. Voilà. Donc, euh, c'est ça. Feedback. What does she do? So she has the option of going going back because like mo most uh, she has like a filter, so many words get get caught in the filter and they will be like in the spam box. Okay. Yeah, like dick or bad things. Okay. I just uh, spam uh, those comments okay. and then sometimes People I will write dick to you. Yeah, like okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is a filter. Yeah, it's an app. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, on YouTube, we can put oh, some okay. uh, word, words, bad words. Oh, yeah. Okay. So all those comments are going to my spam box. Smart. And then um, sometimes I I go and read all the mean comments, and sometimes I approve some of them oh, because wow. <coughs> what I think is when it doesn't hurt me, like uh, go to your uh, mom or your dad or very bad and mean comments about my family yeah. or my, uh, my well, my uh, personality, okay. um, I just don't care about those comments, but okay. sometimes when people share their uh, thought on my video, for example, you have a very uh, bad accent or okay. you're just so ugly, blah, 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 sometimes I accept them because if my video Uh, generate some positive uh, comments or some negative, it generates some content yeah. Yeah. and uh, comments. So I just approve them and what I think is if people talk uh, about me positively or negatively, I just don't care because they, they talk about my themselves. content. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. sometimes I just read those mean comments and call my mom and say, oh, hey mom, uh, this is one of my mean comments and then we laugh about it and yeah. I just Okay, so your family is very supportive too? Yeah. Like with everything? Yeah, yeah. great. And okay. it doesn't hurt me anymore. Wonderful. Nice. Yeah. Aisha, you, 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 must, you must still get comments when you're posting Are you, do you? Um, I do, but not, not, not as much, not as I much. don't think. No, like and, and if it happens, do you do you, do you, do you block them? Do you respond back? What do you do? Um, for the most part, I ignore them. Like I'd see that the comments or like somebody's like, oh, like you look like a cow, like 
heard that before. Cool, like whatever. Um, but like this one instance, the in- the incident with this fifteen-year-old uh, where he's like, "What is wrong with you?" With a comment like that, I was like, "Okay, what if?" he genuinely wants to know what vitiligo is and he just doesn't know how to express himself properly. So that's I was like, okay, let me answer him and I'll be blunt and just be like, it's called vitiligo, this is what it is. And then I'll DM him because I don't think like I need to go back and forth for the public to see and like, so I just, I would take it to the DMs of like, hey, like what you said wasn't the nicest way to say it, blah, blah, blah. But um, I think it all depends on the comments. Mm -hmm. Like, there are some comments that you, I, I feel you could live, you could leave there because it's just their opinion. Their mm-hmm. opinion really does. If you're secure with yourself and what and believe in what you're doing, their opinion shouldn't matter. So I'm okay with leaving what they what their thoughts are, what their mm-hmm. thoughts are. Like mm-hmm. how she would leave some of the negative comments there just to you know like with positive. There's negative comments. <coughs> like it's it's life. It's part of life. We're going to get those negative um, comments. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I do. I normally just ignore it, or depending on what it is, I will answer back. Or if it's really, really distaste- distasteful, I'll delete it. But I've never blocked any. I've never, no one has never, there, I haven't had anyone harass me before with bad comments, or it's like the same person all the time. Da, 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 da. Like, right, right. I've never had that before. So it's just like one person that's like bored today that decides to like hop on my page, but mm-hmm. nothing consistent. And, and Lenny, talking uh, about beyond the virtual world, beyond social media, in the real life, yeah. uh, you said you didn't live bullying yourself, but I mean, do, do you, does, does anyone say bad comments to you? Do, do people say something to you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's one thing that I've learned uh, throughout the years I was on this planet, and, and that thing is called embracing rejection. So... You know, we all want to be accepted. We all want to be supported for our projects. You got to embrace rejection. Trust me, we all. You know, we all want to be accepted. You know, we dress a certain way. We talk a certain way. You know, we try to stir a project in the right direction a certain way. Why? Because we just want to get the approval. Yeah. And we're constantly seeking that approval. Mm-hmm. Why are we so hungry for that approval? Mm-hmm. So once you embrace rejection, then it gets very easy to actually deal with all sorts of situations. And I'm going to talk strictly about my personal experience. Growing up, I did a lot of uh, canvassing, door knocking, cold calling. And that builds your character because you get rejected all time right. every call yeah don't call me who are you knock on the door i crossed america from i drove from montreal to la from la yes. to miami yeah. miami back to montreal trying to close deals and i was on the road some people they would embrace me some people they'd be uh, completely rejecting me even after i booked the appointment i'm like i traveled you know, 1,500 miles to see this meeting. But it's part of the journey. And you know what? You have to use this rejection. You have to use this fuel in order to get to the next level. So my advice is embrace rejection. As much as we want to be approved, think about it. Who cares? I'm going to be me whether you accept me or not. And if you accept me, then that means that I'm doing something positive to your life. 
Now, in the spectrum of things, if 100% of the people in your community, there's more than 51% that is throwing negative at you, then you have to double check what you're doing. If 51% of what you're doing, you're getting praises and approval, chances are you're stirring in the right direction. So criticism needs also to be examined. You need to say, maybe, you know what? I should go back to the drawing board because this has offended 35% of whoever. And I think that that mentality about not stressing out about the comment, not stressing out about the rejection, but more in an analytical way, you can actually look at it and be, you know what? I can grow from this. So embracing rejection is a very important comment that you guys have to remember. And it doesn't matter the age. You can be very young and sleeping in the back or you can be older and I've went through a lot of shit in your life. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not sure just to add to that, I played sports growing up playing um, basketball, and I think that also helped with it because you have a coach and you have your teammates around you, and I mean, if you're playing bad on the court, they're going to tell you, they're going to be like, yo, D up, what are you doing? Like, why did that person get an open layup? And I feel like, do you guys play sports, the what, young ones in the back there? Sure. You do play sports? Yeah? Cool. Me too. Used to. (laughs) And um, so I just feel like that also, playing sports, being active, it helps build character in itself as well. Because you do, like, you do build that backbone also. Like, when people, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm seeing too many positive comments. Like, be real with me. Like, if you don't <laughs> like something, just just tell me. Let me True. work on it. I want to get better. How do you get better? Everybody's always telling you the good things about you. Like, no, you need to hear the criticism. You need to get that back in order for you to grow as a person. So, so I, I have a YouTube channel as well, and, and I post videos of family stuff, cooking, and all sorts of things, and get tons of hate comments. Um, the only ones I actually really have a problem with are the violent ones that, especially when I put my kids in the video, and one of the videos that she was playing with our dog and one of the concerts I want to smash a fucking kid's face in, for, which I, I mean, I leave them all up because uh, I think sunlight is the greatest disinfectant and uh, for every idiot there will be 10 people to say what the hell you're doing. Yeah. Um, the things, uh, it's funny, they, I find the stuff that is the most, the hurtful comments um, are like the ones that you know are true or that you feel to be true. Mm-hmm. And so they can be like, on the one hand, like someone calling me, uh, I won't say the word, but whatever. And it's not true, it doesn't affect me at all. But then someone says, uh, that was really inconsiderate what you said in your video. And those are the ones that actually hurt me a lot more. And that hurt me in the sense that maybe it was true, and maybe I, I knew it was true, or maybe I think it's true in retrospect. But like, um, I don't know where I'm going with that. I think the, the, the bottom line is like, when you put yourself out in the public, you're gonna get all sorts of comments on your appearance, mm-hmm. on your religion, on your nose, on your glasses, on you know, everything. And if you can't stomach it, um, YouTube's probably not the place. You know what? I will, I, will, um, I will add to that. I think that human beings that wants to shine, as soon as they start to get a little bit of shine, you know, as soon as you start to get a little bit of momentum, there's always these people that doesn't have that same amount of shine, that doesn't have that same amount of energy. And it's making them less comfortable if you stay silent and you shut up and you just do nothing these people are going to be happy because it's going to make them feel good about themselves Mm -hmm. now if you just 
don't focus on that and you don't you know you don't really pay attention to people that are trying to drag you down while you're on your way up and this is this is the way that I function in my personal life I think it's unacceptable you know to even be in a situation where you pay attention to the people around you that's it's because of them they don't feel comfortable you doing your own thing so you got to let it slide and you just got to think about yourself future of your kids and the future of the people that you actually want to inspire you know Puis, si j'ai quelque chose à rajouter à ça là c'est que moi ce que j'ai appris vous parlez français hein OK OK parfait euh, ce que j'ai appris euh, de, de mon ma petite expérience c'est que j'ai vraiment réalisé que dans la vie, en fait, quoi qu'on fasse, il va toujours y avoir des gens pour et des gens contre. Mm -hmm. Donc, exemple, est-ce qu'aujourd'hui, je me mets mon, ma veste en jean, ben, il y en a qui vont dire ouais, non, ou alors il y en a qui vont dire oui. Mais à n'importe quel moment donné, tout le monde va avoir une opinion tout le temps. Et en fait, c'est de savoir, mais nous-mêmes, c'est quoi nos propres opinions puis c'est quoi ce qu'on pense nous-mêmes Est-ce que c'est bien pour nous Est-ce que c'est pas bien pour nous Puis c'est quelque chose que j'essaye de, de véhiculer aux gens que je rencontre. C'est-à-dire, si on a l'impression que ça va pas faire du mal à qui que ce soit, mais dans ces cas-là, faisons-le si ça va nous apporter du bien. Donc, si moi, je mets ma veste en jean puis que ça me fait plaisir aujourd'hui parce que ça me tentait, est-ce que ça va faire du mal aux autres Non. Est-ce que c'est bien pour moi Oui. Est-ce que c'est bien pour les autres ben, Les autres, ils vont s'en foutre que j'ai une veste en jean. Ben, dans mm -hmm. ces cas-là, je vais le faire. Mais si je, je pose une action ou je fais quelque chose que je suis pas sûre que je sais que c'est pour critiquer telle ou telle personne puis que ça pourrait vexer ou blesser des gens, puis est-ce que c'est bien pour moi, est-ce que ça m'apporte d'ouvrir, par exemple, ma voix sur un sujet euh, quelconque qui pourrait blesser des gens Si ça m'apporte du positif, dans ces cas-là, faisons-le en assumant les conséquences et est-ce que ça peut blesser des personnes si la réponse est oui, ben dans ces cas-là, moi je vais comme réfléchir à deux fois, mais ce qu'il faut ré réellement penser, c'est que il va toujours, toujours, toujours y avoir les gens qui vont être pour et les gens qui vont être contre le tout est de savoir est-ce que nous on est pour ou contre et d'arriver à suivre ce chemin-là. Effectivement, on peut pas toujours plaire tout le monde, c'est quelque chose qu'on a déjà appris euh, en créant des vidéos ou mettant des choses sur un domaine c'est pour ça qu'il y a le thumbs up et le thumbs up. Des fois, il y a des gens qui sont chiens, ils vont faire le thumbs up pour aucune bonne raison. Mais des fois, ils vont, ils vont dire non, j'ai pas aimé cette vidéo-là ou cette contenu-là. Puis ils vont vraiment le marquer. C'est ça, il faut, il, faut, il faut être moins d'enfants. Peut-être pas perfectionner, c'est pas le bon mot, mais des fois, il faut le laisser le faire. On ne peut pas plaire à tout le monde. Just do it. You cannot, you cannot please everyone. Just, just have that as a conscience and, and keep on for everyone. You cannot say. All, let's say, I don't know, you got a thousand views, all thousand views are you do thumbs up. You might get thumbs down. Because they, they, they genuinely do not like your video. Not They have nothing against you. But you didn't please them. So, keep that in mind. Quelqu'un d'autre veut partager ses histoires ou ont des questions? Anyone else wants to share their story? Oh, we have a few? Yes. Oh. Yeah, you go. Okay. I like to tell, uh, I, don't, I don't consider like bullying, but it was really, really really weird because I'm Latino and uh, I usually make videos in English and I'm trying to do videos in French, also in Spanish sometimes. So like my comments were like, dude, you are Latino and you speak Spanish. What's going on? Why, why don't you make videos? Don't you like to be Latino and things like that? And a lot of comments like on Instagram and even family, let's say like, you are Latino, like, don't forget who you are, things like that. <laughs> I know, and I don't, I don't feel anything. I'm Latino, I love being Latino. And 
Yeah, but there are a lot of people that I know, and they were like, how can you do that? How can you be able to speak English or French in your videos? And like, it's not your mother tongue or whatever. And they want to start, like, at least with Instagram stories, like just speaking English and things like that. So how can I help them to feel, to feel sure like they can be whatever they want to be? Because I, probably it's because the way how I am, like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, you can just keep talking. It's fine. Probably more views, fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, Jennifer, yeah. you want to ask that? I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Um, one thing that really helps me uh, is that with everything in life, there's duality. Okay, I love that word. Um, so with anything that let's say um, that you perceive as negative, like my mouth sometimes gets me into trouble, I'm very loud, I could be obnoxious, whatever, um, but also the duality in it is that um, I get, uh, I, mo most of my shticks, my job, my career, it all is because of my personality and my mouth. Um, the things that, that come out randomly. And for you, the duality in this situation is that you're gifted. You're trilingual, you can speak several languages. This is a gift. So, you know, someone will always have a comment for something. And I think that, this, that if you actually made a video about this, it could be very inspirational. And I would love to see that. Just you speaking about this situation and how also it is a gift, you know. I would think it'd be so damn cool if you made a video with all three languages and you put subtitles <laughs> underneath. It is amazing that you can speak three different languages. I don't even know. Maybe you could speak four. But uh, there's, I'm learning. You're learning. There yeah. you go. So languages is your is your thing. So really, with everything that happens in our lives, there is duality in it all. And so yeah, we can find negative in this, but there's also positive. So I think that if every time we hear these negative things about or even because we are our biggest critics and and i do a lot sometimes i, I catch myself doing self-sabotage like yesterday i was giving uh i was telling I, I saw a teacher of mine that i that i loved and i started crying and i was so embarrassed and i just like i broke down but then you know so we are our biggest critics and we have things that we we will tell ourselves but in the end there is duality in it all and the thing is, is as much as like, let's say I'll be embarrassed about something, then I'll remind myself that was authentic, that was real, you know? And in the end, just to remind yourself that there is always the other side. So, be you, you're special. Speak three languages and you can do whatever the hell you want. Just be true to yourself, be authentic, be your real self, and whatever you feel is right, you do. Thank you. Thank you. For following your gut, that takes yeah. that takes Kahuna's. Good for you. Thank you. You're cool. How old are you, by the way? I'm 18. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and yeah, maybe one more word for you. Um, just think about: Is it bringing you value to take time to explain? other people who doesn't under who don't understand uh, what you do and why you do does it bring you value in your life to explain to taking that time and explain it to the other who don't understand uh, than 
doing what you like and doing what you love and just spend time doing it. So just think about, uh, for me and for my perspective, should I uh, explain the other why I'm doing this or should I spend my time doing what I love and what I do? So with this question, you will just follow your, your instinct and your path and just go walk your way. Oui, faisons euh, une chose. Parce que quand j'ai vu tes vidéos, j'ai dit, OK, et je parlais avec mon ami français, mm -hmm. il m'a dit, et là, on sort, vraiment, il sort. Et il a commencé à dire des choses. Ouais. Donc, j'ai dit, arrête, mais pourquoi Donc, euh, c'est ça comme j'ai été connu oui. ben, pour les vidéos des, je sais pas, québécois, ouais. choses comme ça. Donc, oui, elle aussi. OK. <rire> et, donc, quand tu as parlé, quand tu as dit ça, que les gens disent euh, oui, tu parles québécois, mm -hmm. tu parles français, ou le québécois dit ah, tu parles d'ici, donc je dis oui, c'est ça, c'est comme moi, je pense. Oui, c'est ça. Je ne suis pas d'ici, mais, 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 mais c'est ça. C'est ça, mais moi, les gens au Québec, ben, tu sais, il y en a beaucoup qui m'acceptent. Oui, oui. Mais il y en a beaucoup qui, qu'est-ce qu'elle vient foutre ici, tu sais. Une Française, on n'en veut pas, là, tu sais. Genre, reste dans ton pays, puis on veut juste pas qu'on t'entende. Mais il y en a d'autres qui m'envoient beaucoup d'amour, puis beaucoup de positif, puis c'est super. Mais il y en a d'autres en France aussi. Ouais, de toute manière, pourquoi tu continues de parler de la France T'avais juste à rester ici. Maintenant, c'est trop facile de parler de la France alors que t'es plus là, tu sais. Mais au final, est-ce que je peux vivre ma vie comme moi je le veux Puis si ça vous convient pas, ne regardez juste pas mon contenu. Tu sais, je vous force pas, je vous mets pas sur la chaise électrique euh, à vous, tu sais, à, à vous forcer à regarder mes vidéos, puis euh, tu sais, à appuyer sur le bouton à chaque fois. Là, c'est si, si ça vous fait plaisir, tant mieux. Si ça vous apporte rien, ben passez votre chemin. Au final, c'est eux qui perdent vraiment du temps. À, à, à vivre un supplice à me regarder, à me regarder pendant plusieurs minutes alors qu'ils ne veulent pas me regarder, tu sais, donc au final, c'est ça. Est-ce qu'il y en a qui a partagé quelques anecdotes? Heather, oui?
but congratulations to have um, well talk and speak and sympathize with people on Reddit because it's the worst place to have a community. Yeah, like really. They just want to get mm. heard, though. They just want their voice to be heard. Yeah. And often they don't know how to get heard, so they say negative things to shock and to bring attention to themselves. Mm. Yeah. 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 Thank you, guys. Amanda, maybe you have some stories that you want to share? No? Well, um, so my, like, YouTube channel right now is, like, um, centralized around, like, LGBT content and um, just, like, travel content and stuff. So like, I'm bisexual and I'm currently dating a guy. And a lot of like the hate that I get is like people from actually the LGBT community saying that like oh, I'm like a fake, fake like gay, whatever. That bisexuality doesn't exist. That I'm just doing it to get attention, stuff like that. So like that's like kind of the backlash that I get. But um, like they said, like I kind of just ignore it at this point because like I don't like they won't get anything out of it by like saying those things, and I don't really care anymore. Um, so yeah, that's just basically. I think, yeah, it just sounds like they just don't understand because yeah. they're not going through it. So when people don't understand, they try to explain it or make sense of it. And yeah, and, and yeah, it's it's very unfortunate. But it's it's sometimes we're living in a world where people just don't don't get it, and, and it's okay. Yeah, exactly. So what I would do is I would just send them love and light. Like yeah. when like people want to be like that, like I literally just love and light to you. I don't know what you're going through, but clearly if you're able to say these things or do these things to me, you must be hurting and you must be in pain. So I love you because what I see in you is what I see in myself, love and light. And that's it. But good for you for, you know. Moi, ça m'arrive. Dans le fond, sur ma chaîne, ça m'arrive pas souvent tant que ça. Euh, ça fait un an et demi que je fais YouTube. Puis je dirais qu'en un an et demi, je peux quand, je, je peux quand même compter sur une main le nombre de fois que ça m'est arrivé. Ça m'arrive surtout quand je vais commenter sur les chaînes des autres. <rire> Justement, tu souvent des films, des fois je vais aller commenter en dessous de, de ces vidéos, puis là je me fais ramasser. Ah, mais c'est ça. Je suis comme, ok, mais sur ma chaîne, je te dirais que c'est rare. Euh, des fois, quand je fais des lives, ça c'est encore plus drôle parce que c'est en direct. Là, c'est pas genre un commentaire que je lis, c'est je suis en direct et je vois le commentaire qui défile. Fait que, ben, moi, dans ce temps-là, j'en marque. La plupart du temps, c'est des Jesus Freak que j'appelle. Je suis un. Je, je, je suis euh, une, une, une possession diabolique gay, genre, c'est ça que je me suis dire. Donc, euh, <rire> c'est ça. Après un exercice, mais personnellement, j'ai vraiment appris à, à m'en foutre et à trouver ça drôle parce que, au début, quand tu donnes de l'importance à ça, ça allait tellement te chercher, ça te bouge tellement d'énergie, puis tu finis tellement par te sentir petit, puis mal en dedans de toi-même, tu te dis, ben voyons, je suis pas normal, je suis pas correct. Mais c'est pas vrai que t'es pas normal, c'est pas vrai que t'es pas correct, c'est eux autres qui ont un problème dans la tête de, de, de venir t'écrire des choses comme ça, puis de venir vouloir te changer, tu sais. Fait que euh, moi, je dis juste, genre, soyez vous-même, faites ce que vous voulez faire, puis si les autres sont pas contents, ils vont dire comme on dit avant qu'il y quoi, fait que non, vraiment. That's the way it is, tu sais, c'est you, you get what you, you see what you get, you get what you see. You... Comment on dit ça? You read ça, what you saw. Ah, ben c'est ça, si t'es pas content, si t'aimes pas ça, ben change de temps. Mais tu sais quoi, je pense que t'as un... Je pense que tu as un bon point. Puis, euh, une astuce que j'utilise des fois, c'est le truc du zoom out. Le Google Maps zoom out. <rire> fait que, j'essaie de dire le mieux que je peux en, en français. C'est, as-tu une picture comme... Ouais, genre, non, non, mais tu sais, comme au premier zoom, okay. le premier zoom de... Tu sais, le plus zoom-in que tu peux faire sur Google Maps, là, tu es là. Là, tu zoom out une fois. 
là tu zoom out deux fois puis slowly but surely tu réalises qu'une fois que tu sors de la planète Terre t'es comme mais ça c'est de problème on s'en calme ici oh, genre ça veut rien dire là. Non, comme ça. tout ce qu'on fait là c'est comme we're all a bunch of animals mammals that are trying to work on something do do some sort of business or like connection or like networking but if you put like I said in the beginning all of that in perspective it's like you realize why what's the cost of me not doing this move versus doing it so of course I'm going to do it because it doesn't matter in the end you know that's it yes and we're out of time actually well thank you very much thank you merci beaucoup pour être là Ce podcast a été enregistré en collaboration avec le QG des créateurs. Voici leur site si tu veux en apprendre davantage à leur sujet. CreatorHQ.org Peace!